Hello, and welcome back to Pastoral Parsha. This is Michelle Friedman. And I'm Rachel Yehuda. Of YCT Rabbinical School. In each episode, we explore an aspect of psychology based on the Torah reading of the week. And today, we're going to talk about the portion Vayetze. And our focus is going to be on dreams. So Rachel, have you had any interesting dreams lately? Oh, none, none as interesting as Jacob had. Really? You yes. think Jacob's dream is an interesting one? Well, tell us, why? Well, I found that the uh, dream of the angels going up to the heaven on a big ladder and coming down from heaven on a big ladder, a tremendously interesting dream for someone to have. Um, given what had just happened in his life. Right, and what had just happened in Jacob's life, and that's in verse 28-12, is Jacob is on the run. His mother, his, his protective mother, Rebecca, who kind of colluded with him to trick his brother, Asav, out of both his birthright and his blessing. Rebecca participates in tricking out of the blessing. Um, now Jacob's brother, Asav, the guy who's been tricked out, is murderously angry at him. And Rebecca tells Jacob to get on the run, and he's out there in the wilderness. It's dark. He's a cosseted young man. He lays down for the night with a rock as his pillow, and he dreams this dream. So if he came in the next morning to one of our offices and said, Doctor, I've had this dream, what would we do with it? <laughs> well, I think we would do a lot of things. The first thing we might ask is, what did you do when you woke up? And the text does tell us exactly what Jacob did when he woke up. Right. Really, really famous lines where Jacob has a kind of an awakening. And he says, this is a wondrous place. This is a wondrous place. God is in this place. Right. He has not been a big God talker before. Well, he needs God a lot now. Yes. Because... He needs to make sure that he has God's protection. But when somebody says God is in this place, that's also a very interesting statement. God is in every place. What does it mean when somebody says, oh my goodness, God is here? And to me, from kind of a psychological perspective, because um, the commentators say he realized he was in Mount Moriah, where the binding of Isaac took place. But from a psychological perspective, it means, oh my goodness, I have to reckon with my actions. There's God here. <laughs> right. And that the angels going up and coming down are a concrete image that Jacob has to pay for what he's done before. Yes, it kind of is reminiscent of what goes up must come down, what goes around comes around. I mean, there's a real sense of the fluidity, um, which is very much in contrast to what you think of when you think that there's a divine imperative for and determinism of history. Very often, biblical dreams are seen almost as oracles, as something that's kind of dropped, fully formed, like, like a, a kind of a big bubble, into the mind of the dreamer. And that the dreamer's own person, the dreamer's own history, has little to do with that dream. Yes. So let's think about Jacob's father for a minute. Sure. Um, Isaac. And Isaac was really a very passive participant in his life story. Um, beginning from the binding of Isaac, he was taken to his destiny, and he was very reactive. And in the story that precedes this Parsha, 
You have two brothers really struggling to understand what their destiny is, and it's all about their actions. And even the birthright issue is up for grabs. You can sell it. You can, you can have deception around it. And so what's happening now is instead of the story of the Jewish people unfolding as a manifest destiny, you just have to show up and God's will will occur, it's really about individual actions. And when you know that your individual actions can affect history, this may cause you to really care about those actions a lot and also be anxious and concerned about them. Some of the thoughts that I have about dreams is that we would take a history of the dreamer, and you've just talked a little bit about Jacob's immediate history and the history of his father. The history of dreams in the Bible is really kind of fascinating because when you ask the average person, oh, where are the dreams in the book of Genesis? They'll usually say Joseph. Joseph is the big dreamer, and he probably has the most dreams of anybody. But actually, the first dream in the book of Genesis is dreamt by the king, Abimelech, who is a non-Jewish king, and it's in this story back a couple of portions ago where the king is about to violate Abraham's wife, and then he has a dream where God warns him, warns the king, that Sarah is not, in fact, Abraham's sister, but rather his wife. So it seems almost like an omen, an oracle, a warning. But looking at it in the more personal context, we could also see that Abimelech has some agency, that he's a person who has some kind of awareness of, of what's gone on before, what's right and wrong, what part he wants to play in this story. And his dream comes out of his own unconscious, as well as the historic events of the moment. Well, I suppose that it would be possible to treat Jacob's dream as an oracle. Here's, you could. Here's how you would do it, right? Right. The angels um, are going up, meaning we're leaving you. We don't like what you've just done. Right. <laughs> you just got a blessing, not in the direct way. I mean, let's contrast Rebecca with Sarah for a minute, talking about family history. Sarah had a problem with Ishmael, and what did she do? She went directly to her husband, Abraham, and said... Get rid banish, of her. Banish. Yeah. And Abraham didn't like it, but God um, reassured him that it was the right thing to do. But there was a very direct communication. That's not what happened with Rebecca and Isaac. Not at all. No. So Jacob didn't see that kind of a direct um, Rebecca saying to Isaac, hey, you're paying a lot of attention to the son that is not the one that is destined here. And so what are we going to do about that? makes me think of something else, because we talked a couple of, um, of these segments ago about the big love story between Isaac and Rebecca. And look what happened. You know, they had to work on their marriages just like anybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> because here they are, working it through their kids. Well, Jacob as opposed is, is going to have a handful with That's right, that's <laughs> right. But, one. you know, you yeah. sort of think, oh, if, if only, and I think this comes up so much, which is the beauty, the glory of these stories, the if only, if only Isaac and Rebecca could have talked directly to each other, maybe there wouldn't have been so much heartbreak. But the point is there is so much heartbreak in the human drama. Well, I think what Jacob learned is that he, he used the word agency before, that he has agency, that actions matter, what you do matters, and what you do can really affect the whole cosmos of angels going up and angels going down. And when you wake up and say, that's okay, there's God in this place still. That's right. That it's not a matter of God just sort of 
saying this is how it's going to be and characters passively right. act their roles. You know, and I had another story about a going up and going down, another thought, I mean, which is that, and this goes back to uh, what happened before, what is when you ask Jacob to free associate about his dream, maybe he would say, you know, there's something else that goes up or that went up and it sure did come down. And I'm talking about the Tower of Babel. Oh, that's An interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. another not-so-happy story of efforts to go up, like I said, that came crashing down. So maybe Jacob's got that image in his mind. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting connection. But I think that to your point of what does the story mean to the person who dreamt it, when he wakes up, he says, there's God here. And he also makes a vow right. um, about how... If God will take care of him, <laughs> he will also be adherent uh, to God. So he's still willing, willing and dealing. <laughs> and which is really striking because he is willing and dealing, but he is also, it's the first time that we see him making a pledge. But we see him also accepting responsibility. That's what I mean, exactly. And I think that that's a very important maturation step for him to understand that he is on his own. There are, st there are still angels that have come down, they're not the same angels. And you know, when we leave home, when we leave yeah. our safe environment, it's up to us to sort of forge our direction because the same protections that we had are not the same ones that we're going to carry with us. Which is exactly what you can say about psychological maturity, mm -hmm. that the adaptations that we have, and that's what people suffer so much from, the kinds of ways we learn to deal as young children, given whatever the issues are of our families of origin or our own genetic endowment, which is certainly a big issue in these stories since these sets of brothers are so different, that kind of, those kinds of adaptations, defenses we call them in our business, can become uh, obfuscated, they can become obsolete, they can drag us down, they can no longer be adaptive. And a lot of the work of psychotherapy is, is growing up from those old defenses and learning more mature ways of coping. So to the listeners who are wondering what we would do with a dream in yeah. therapy, pretty much this. There isn't a real content associated with angels going up or down. There isn't a book somewhere where you can look up. Well, there are books, mean? actually, but they're not that helpful. <laughs> they're not that helpful because it's, it's really a vehicle to get the dreamer to discuss what is on their mind. And it's by probing and probing that you could elicit different kinds of material that could be out there. In this case, the dream ends with a commitment. Thanks for listening to the Pastoral Parsha with Dr. Michelle Friedman and Dr. Rachel Yehuda. This podcast is brought to you by Shabbat Chovavei Torah. To learn more, visit yctorah.org.